Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hook em up with E and Rod P. Brought to you by Bud Light on the Horn. Loving that groove. That's Big X, the plug, who's playing tonight. I like that, Rod. Uh, he, this, he, he took this beat from somebody, actually. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's yeah. <laughs> I actually recognize the beat now, and I, it's not, this is not from the original for what this beat is from. It's a damn good beat, though. It's a damn good beat. Yeah, because this beat is from, actually, it's like from the 70s. It's like, I can find it for you right now on my phones. I found it one day because I was going to use it, actually. I was going to use this beat for one of the shows. That'd like be a good for one. one of our one of our songs for one of the shows that we had. It's like, oh, man, it's like Suggy Bear or something like that from way back in the day. Big, I found it for big you. Big X the plug. I'm yeah. down. I'm down yeah. with that. That's good. Yeah. No, uh, I, I like the beat, though. Country rap tunes. Country rap, yeah. That's the way it is. What's the, what was the riding the pony song deal? Oh, you talking about Genuine? What that? What was the song? About? Riding the Pony? That was a Riding the Pony song? No, 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 no. no. Not <laughs> from say, Magic Genuine? Mike. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, I remember Genuine had a no. Pony song. That's what, what I remember. What was the song about? Uh, Genuine. I don't know. What, no. was, what was the big hit there, Cole? Oh, you're talking Little about Nas X. Little Nas X. Okay. Yeah, that's different. That, what, that was, what a country, was that song? That was a country rap tune. Okay. Yeah, that's why they didn't they didn't like it in Billy, Billy Ray Cyrus. Nashville on. didn't like it, right? Because it was like, that's not true country. Well, yeah, like like Nashville's pumping out a bunch of true country. <laughs> well, Good just, Lord. Wasn't that a controversy, though? They was like, oh, that's not yeah. real country. And it's like, well, you yeah. know, these days it's all, it's all hybrids. You know, it's, you know, all those different genres are starting to mix a little bit anyway. Okay, so we got a little uh, – he's playing tonight as part of the Texas – I guess it used to be called the Torchlight Parade. It's now the pep rally. They're getting ready for the big yeah, game. Yeah, I remember those. I I don't think I stayed for most of those. I think I you used to like – You playing the game. You don't need to go. But did you ever but go the out players, there? I think the team goes – Yeah, the they get everybody show? hyped. Yeah, I remember I used to like slip out the back. <laughs> like start heading to the to, to Jester or wherever we were going. There was enough guys there. Nobody was not notice if I wasn't there. I think a few of us would end up leaving. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I do do. I do know what you mean. But mm-hmm. there you go. Go looking for them girls in the dorms. You know exactly. What I'm like, hey, you know what I, mean? I got things to do around here. I got to be. The, I got to get in bed early. I'm trying to keep this street going. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old joke from early in the show. Sorry, guys. Got to go back and check it out. Anyway. Yeah, we we were talking about um, talking about in, in streaks of intimacy and how long. Where did gone. we get into that? I don't even know how we. What did that happen? How did that? When did that I have happen? no idea why we got into how many. Oh. Actually, I don't remember how we got into it. I know you told a story about a listener who said they claimed no, that, that he... No, came, that came, that came from afterwards. the story. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why we got I think Ty or you, somebody mentioned, what's the most you've done in a row. Yeah, that's, that I, I think it was me. I get us off track. Old lot. Town Road. My apologies. Please don't breathe life into that damn song. Back into that song. Old that's Town song. Road. It took over for a while. I guess you heard it everywhere. Yeah, too for much. For a while. Like, yeah, I'll admit. No, don't do it. Don't do it, Ryan. <laughs> don't, don't do it, Cole. I know. I mean, Cole. It ain't me, man. Let's not do that. We're good. I've heard it enough.
I've heard, heard it enough. Heard, he's heard, it <laughs> heard it enough. Uh, but we will get uh, to some new stuff. We're talking uh, Texas and Oklahoma, obviously, the 119th meeting coming up. We've also got baseball on the brain. If you're a baseball fan, this is your time of year. Good stuff yesterday. We'll preview the Rangers. Rangers snuck in there, and uh, shame on Tampa Bay. They, you realize, Rod, I mentioned that the in our, in our Facts of the Day segment way back, that, that the smallness of the crowd in Tampa Bay. Yeah, you oh, realize yeah. that was the smallest crowd, recorded crowd for a Major League Baseball playoff game since 1919. That's crazy. Yes, they didn't have a lot of. I mean, there were a lot of people going to baseball games this back Black then. Black Sox <laughs> scandal, like Babe Ruth was playing. Like, come on, man. The last time we had a, a crowd that small, shame on Tampa. Uh, and they're building a new stadium in Tampa, St. Pete. I don't understand that. They don't even go to the games. You're talking now. about 104 years ago. Yes. Wow. Yeah, 19,704 was the announced attendance. Anybody that saw the crowd would debate that. Uh, maybe just over 10,000 people there to watch a playoff game. The Rangers took advantage of the no ambiance and beat the Rays yesterday. That's nothing against Jordan Montgomery's performance, though. That was pretty awesome. That's sad, man. It is sad. Yeah, that's sad. They need to, that, honestly, the commissioner needs to step in. Like, all right, we got to do something about this, guys. This is terrible. Well, right. And then if you <laughs> turned on the Twins game, the Twins crowd was all off the charts at Minnesota. The, all the players and the manager were like, man, that that led us to the win. That helped us win. Twinning. Yeah, I mean, of course, in the Phillies, they're quarter of the Phillies. They're going to have a huge crowd. Uh, Milwaukee didn't win, but they had a good crowd in Milwaukee because those are good sports fans. And of course, the the Rays will try to say, well, you know, it was a walk. We you know we didn't know about the game until Sunday, and that we're going what time the game was going to be, and it's day game. It's like you know, how did then how did the twin how did the Twins get there? If you have fans that will come to your game, you have fans that will come to your game. If you don't, you don't. Yeah, you shouldn't have to like generate fans for a playoff game. That's just. And they're building a new uh, ballpark, right? Yeah, they just agreed to it. I thought for so, sure that team would be leaving Tampa soon because you know the you know the Miami Marlins are in the postseason too for the first time in a long time, and they built a new stadium which is in right down right downtown Miami, and it's really like adjacent to Little Havana, like you can walk from Little Havana over to the baseball field, which is a nice. smart move for yeah, them. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but they still have a hard time drawing fans because the idea when remember when the Marlins were winning World Series and they still weren't getting fans. Yeah. With Pudge Rodriguez and those teams way back, well, they said, okay, we got to be a dome stadium. It's too hot. It's too humid, right? Because Miami weather is a lot sense. like Houston. Well, they got a dome stadium, and they still still didn't work. It still didn't work. Still didn't work. Um, if you have a fan base, they're going to show up, and uh, that was a shame. Uh, but obviously, we yeah. What do you do to build a passion within your fan base? If you're, you know, you got a successful product, and you know you're willing to put in the resources to build the, you know, the infrastructure to build arenas and to build ballparks. How do you make a, pa- a fan base passionate about a team? Yeah, this says Tampa crowd had two days' notice for a three o'clock game. Most people are in school or at work. Come on, y'all. Well, how did the Twins fans get there? Twins had to do the same thing. Yeah, I, it's you know th- there's obviously a problem there with the fan base. Oh, so, oh, so Texter told us how got back on track. Thank you, Texter, and thank you for listening. This, yeah, you're this, a real P1, baby. Love that. 50 straight days of football. That's what that's started what the streak started. talk. And then we started talking about streaks of intimacy. Yeah, because, because yes. we, today starts 50 days in a row that you have Thank a you, college Tessa. or pro football game every night or day, depending on the time. But mm-hmm. every 50 days in a row, and that led to, yeah, what's the most, what was your <laughs> sexual streak? Uh, <laughs> I said he might have hit 50 something I'm, on I'm that. not in y'all's league. I, I said I was like that. at 30, probably 35, 36. I don't know if I hit 50. 50 is a lot. Good. I mean, I only. I mean, I, I can say I don't want to do it. Of course I want to do it, but I'm just saying I wouldn't, you know. I mean, I don't know if after 50 straight days, I don't know if I'd be that enthusiastic on the 48th day as I would be on the second day. 
<laughs> I'm, does it get old ever? I mean, no. Well, I guess you got to switch it up, though, man. You can't. You gotta, and you're talking, and, and I, you know, I don't want to go too far into mm-hmm. the. Oh, I shouldn't have said too far in, but <laughs> I don't want to go too far down this line. But of your streak, was it with the same person? No. Okay. We were in, I was in college, and it was not with the same person. No. No. That 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 that's tougher to do unless you're in a committed relationship. So I was like, yeah, there's like probably three women involved in that, but that's good. That means they don't get bored either. They they need you know. They don't want me. They don't want that same thing. Straight rotation right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. I had a roster. Like restaurants. I had I had a a starting lineup and I had a good six. You know, a good person coming off the bench too. Good sixth woman. I had it all. Oh, you had the the bullpen. Oh yeah, we had a nice roster going. Yeah, (laughs) nice roster. Played a lot of positionless basketball back then. Good stuff. God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That was my Sex Panther days though. I mean, you're done with those days. We all have to have them, I guess. Yeah, you got to have that. You got to have a time period where you're just, you know, getting it in. Uh, Pre-dating app era. Yes. Here's the guy that says, I'm married with a few kids. I got a 50-day streak of nothing happening. <laughs> the wrong way, 50-day streak. No. Because I hear when the kids come in, that happens. No. Yeah, Rod, you got a baby now. I know. The streak has already started. <laughs> I'm already and on you, the bad streak. Now you, can't, now you no. can't have a rotation. I'm already on the bad. I got no rotation. Oh, uh, I'm already on the bad streak. Now to uh, think of it, I actually am. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, all right. I'm oh, sorry. See, now we're back onto that. Yeah, my bad. Let's get back on track. Uh, that's okay. Cowboys or something. We did have the guy that said that uh, my best year was a senior in high school. I was dating a, a freshman at UT. She'd prop Ooh, the book. She, she, every day she would prop the uh, dorm door <gasps> open in the back. Oh, I'd hit that at least twice a week. Good for you. High school? No. Yeah, how about that? Ended out with a college freshman. Good for you. I, I, I'm assuming they went to the same high school. And so she just went out to school. And oh. then now she had dorm access. Either way. <laughs> dorm Either access. way. Dorm, dorm access is a high school kid? That's every kid's dream. Come on. Every, every well, young man's dream. Uh, yeah, he, she, say, he said she would just leave the door propped open, oh. back door at Consolving Dormitory. Hey, 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 also, my streak, can, it, it, it involved Ken Solving, too. See? Yeah! My streak also involved Ken Solving Dorm. I stayed there one summer while uh, during the offseason, and boom, I got to tell you, it was great. It Actually, it was uh, co-ec. We stayed with the ladies, like, too, so it was really cool. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Ah, Thank you, thank you very much. See? See? Yeah. And now Rod's uh, got a child at home. Yeah, yeah, now I got a daughter. More importantly, <laughs> a daughter, yes. Fitting, more fitting. I have a daughter, so I probably need to shut this talk up. Let's move on. They're, uh, <laughs> I know someone says, Rod, you got to wait two months after a baby. I know. I'm on yeah. the wrong side of the, I'm on the wrong street now. But you, 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 you had your, you had your run. You I did. Had your I, run. And now I got, you get yeah. to have a daughter that you're going to, yes, hug on every single day. This says, congrats. This says, uh, this says, I don't know about Ty having a streak like that. Too much bragging from <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> I, I, no way. Ty you're, said calling, you're calling BS on Ty's streak. Ty's oh, yeah. But I think, though, Ty said it was during COVID and it was the same. Was, he, yeah, he did say it was a, in relationship yeah, and during a, COVID. In a relationship. All right, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. That you might be tougher, though, yeah. actually. I think a woman, unless she's the lady that called y'all show that time, most want to be like, no, not 50 days in a row. No, no, we can go a couple of weeks. But no, we're good. <laughs> yeah. One day she's going to say, I'm good. I guess uh, I could see COVID being... Possible because that's what else are you gonna but do? If it's, the go same, yeah, if it's the same, same woman, doesn't the cycle get in the way? Or does Ty not Ooh, care? Well, hmm, see, I, look, Rod, I'm filling in, dude. I'm, I'm, not, I'm off this. It's the fabulous say- fifth hour, but we need to probably not go there. <laughs> All yeah, right. I'm, okay. Oof. All right. Then Ty said he did 50 Whoa. straight with the same woman. I'm like, well, 
Unless, unless you got that Bill Clinton thing going oh, on where different types break. of definitions of it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't this, know. Is, this is one where we tap the brakes. Tap the brakes. <laughs> oh, tap the brakes. Oh, okay. Too many questions. Check. Huh? Uh, okay, Let's here go. we go. Let's talk yeah. Cowboys 49ers. We'll talk Cowboys 49ers. <laughs> Cowboys 49ers. We go. will, at the bottom of the hour, go behind the burnt orange curtain. Rod will take us into the uh, Longhorn matchup with Oklahoma. Oklahoma. How good are they? Uh, I don't think Oklahoma is that good, but uh, I do think they're going to have some, some tricks up their sleeve for the Longhorns. We'll get to that coming up. But, uh, yeah, the, the NFL weekend starts tomorrow night, and uh, it's a game you could probably skip, and that might be a good, good, good night to start, start the streak, uh, your latest streak, because the, <laughs> the Bears play the Commanders. Who wants to watch that? Raise your hand. You may want to watch the Bears play the Commanders. You mean two of the most sacked quarterbacks in the NFL right now? No, I'm good. Those are the worst O-lines in the NFL right now, and, oh, man, I don't know how they're going to put together long, sustained drives between those really bad O-lines they have there. Yeah, and the Commanders, remember, started two and two, two and zero. Oh. They're two and two, so you're like, oh, they're not bad. Well, they started two and zero, oh, and then they've lost two in a row. They got smashed by Buffalo. They lost to Philadelphia last week. So, and and that look when you play Philadelphia and Buffalo, that's where a lot of those sacks came from, Ron. Yeah, when, Philly, when you have right. Sam Hell Howell leading the NFL with twenty four sacks, he's been sacked twenty four times already. Which is a huge number. They've only played four games. <laughs> Man, what the hell? You are having is six sacks a game? Well, I, I, but they got the eleven. What was that? How many did they get in that Philadelphia game? How many did they give up in that game? Uh, let me. I'll Some tell you crazy, here. ridiculous number. I bet. I'll, I'll I bet give you the sack numbers in that game. Okay. Uh, but I do know against Buffalo. Remember, <laughs> Buffalo beat them thirty-eight to three, and this is because uh, you know Buffalo just held the Dolphins to twenty points. Buffalo's defense is playing really, yeah, that really was imp- good. I'm not gonna lie, holding that Miami offense to just twenty points, considering what they were doing going in. I mean, they were by far and away the most explosive and the best offense in the NFL going into that Buffalo game. I can understand Buffalo beating them. But pretty much stonewalling the best offense in the league. And remember, Dolphins jumped out with two quick touchdowns, and then they really clamped down from the final three quarters. So that 20 was really six. I mean, they did a great yeah. job. That was, that was impressive. And pulled away. And they did the same thing to Washington the previous week there. And I mentioned this, with, but for Buffalo fans, they Von Miller's coming back for them. Von Miller is starting to practice this month. He could be back by the end of the month. And they had that pass rusher to this defense already, and they're going to be really, really good. Uh, I can't find sack. I want to say they lost. Um, they also lost uh, one of their secondary guys um, in that game too, and one of their secondary guys went down. They didn't miss a beat. <laughs> well, well, they did. They lost Tre'Davious White. Yeah, not just one Still of their the secondary corner. guys there, but one of their team leaders. It was a really emotional locker room in Buffalo Sunday. They won that game. But you, you could just you know how much a player means to a team oh, when yeah. you see them after. And, and he's had injuries before. Remember, he was out a couple of years ago for an extended period of time. Yeah, I'll play you some sound coming up. This is the one I should have had ready to go for who said that. But Tre'Davious White, uh, that's a that's a blow. Uh, that but, is. But they're playing great. But point of that is Washington played back to back really good pass rushes with. Uh, and by the way, the, the the Chicago Bears aren't any good. They're zero and four. The Bears. A, there's already talk uh, among some pr- pretty big names in the uh, sport in the NFL insider realm, the Peter Kings of the world. That if if the Bears lose this if the, if the Bears lose Matt Eberflus could be fired. I can see that that they may if they go zero and five, then things aren't getting better. They've already had you know the FBI raid their defensive coordinator's house. <laughs> they've had <laughs> their lawn equipment stolen. They've had Justin Fields blaming the coaches. Uh, you know now now Chase Claypool in Chicago. Chase yeah. Claypool is going to be deactivated. Remember that. they gave up a. a a second round pick for him that turned out to be the first pick of the second round. It's crazy. And now they're ready to move on from Chase Claypool. I and mean, Pittsburgh couldn't trade him fast enough. That's one of the worst. That'll go down as one of the worst trades 
ever because the Bears acquired Chase Claypool. Pittsburgh was wanting to get rid of him. They were. They would have never thought they were going to get the second or a second round pick. And again, the Bears ended up with the first pick, so that turned into the first pick of the second round. Wow, which is basically a first round pick. Yeah, <laughs> essentially, it's the top thirty three and. Yeah, and so yes, so the Bears are a mess, and uh, they need a house cleaning. It feels, and no, you feel bad for is Roshan Johnson. Cause well, he, they like Rojo, so he might stick around. He's going to be oh, playing no, he'll for a be bad there. team. Yeah, that's my <laughs> thing. I just, that, you just hate when a guy that's as good a dude as that, yeah, kind of in that mess and having to deal with all that. But Rojo's getting his carries and he's playing. Um, but you know, they they need they need help. In well, Chicago. the best thing about Rojo's situation is it looks like they if they decide to move on from Justin Fields because it looks like they may be drafting pretty high in a really deep quarterback draft this year and they, and, and we're seeing teams now, you know, it seems like more and more they're willing to move on from a mistaken uh draft pick at quarterback a little bit sooner than they were back in the day and I think the Bears may be ready to move on from Justin Fields. Well, that means trading him to another team. Um, just trying their best to move on to get a different franchise quarterback. This is the draft to do it, and they're going to be drafting high. I doubt very seriously they waste this opportunity to go get another franchise quarterback well, potentially. Well, and here's the thing: if you're Chicago ownership, which you know they're they're haggling over where they're going to play Soldier Field or move out into Arlington Heights or whatever, they got all that issues going on too. But the owners, shame on them, right? Ownership matters. And what's like we talked about last hour, you've talked about this morning, the C.J. Stroud start, right? You know, whatever we think of Cal McNair, Cal McNair hired a general manager, then hired a head coach, and then they got to draft the quarterback together. That's true. And it's working out, right? You get you pick your guy. Uh, both in back-to-back uh, high picks, Mitch Trubisky and Justin Fields, a new coach inherited both of those quarterbacks. So they made a coaching change within that quarterback's development, uh, which meant Matt Nagy came in and mm-hmm. inherited Justin uh, Mitch Trubisky, which, yep. which it didn't work, and now... They've hired Matt Eberflus after they drafted Justin Fields. That's one of those. That's his bad ownership. I agree. So if you're going to move on from Justin Fields, you need to fire Matt Eberflus now and go interim for the rest of this year and then hire a coach in January that that is an offensive coach and then let him draft the quarterback. Because if you don't, Rod, guys like Caleb Williams, Mm. we already talked about it with NIL. They ain't coming to you if you're the Bears and you're this dysfunctional and you've you've already ruined Mitch Trubisky and Justin Fields and not really given them a chance to develop. Um, so we've already heard Caleb Williams through his father saying like they don't want to be in Chicago. I mean, that, that would be a team they don't want any part of, and you can understand why for the reasons I just said. So they'll be the first game. Washington, you would, how about Washington for? Uh, Caleb Williams. That's his hometown, right? He's from that area. Yeah, but Washington, once again, there's these certain organizations where they are just, they have this dysfunctional culture and it feels like they're cursed because of it, but it's really just ineptitude and dysfunction and they're a bit of a fuster cluck of a franchise. That is Washington in a nutshell. And right now, Chicago's dealing with that too. So I, I can see why he didn't want to go there. I mean, they just got themselves a, a, what, what I don't know if he is, but what may be considered a stable owner. <laughs> yeah. And got rid of Snyder. So it may take them a little while. Well, that's, but, but I think that's the new owner there really wants to build some stability with the fan base. Yeah. and Got to. Like somebody like can't, like, Caleb Williams, a hometown kid, that would be a huge boon for Washington, for any team that gets him. But, man, back home, team trying to – because they're trying to – uh, that new owner, they want to move down back downtown, back mm-hmm. to the old RFK site, yep. and re, you know, he's already talking about renaming the team and and redoing the uniforms again, just for a complete rebrand yeah. away from the Daniel Snyder thing completely. So that'll be your first game of the week, Washington, Chicago, both organizations in in flux to say the least. Right if now, if the Bears hire a new coach, though, if they get rid of uh, Eberflus, 
they need to hire a coach. I wonder, do they go veteran or do they go first time coach? Because I believe Matt Nagy and Eberflus were both first time. Yeah, they go veteran. First time head coach. You got to go veteran, right? I would think. Now, look, I mean, there's, there's, you know, obviously D'Amico Ryan's off to a good start. He's a first time coach, but he had ties with that team, you know, one of the Mm -hmm. historically favorite players all time. And, um, you know, that's the job he wanted. Remember, D'Amico Ryan's turned down other jobs to take the Houston job, which people are like, really? And he's like, no, 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 that's my dream job. Uh, Houston's where I met my wife. Houston's where I started my career. It's crazy. I love that city. I want to help bring that. And, and you, we're, there's a lot of momentum for that right now yep. down in Houston. But as far as the Bears and who they'd hire, it's got to be an offensive guy, Rod. Uh, it's got to be someone. got to be. Yeah. Because at some point, and that's the other problem, you hired a defensive coach in Eberflus to help develop a young quarterback who he didn't draft. Uh, that that's a recipe for for no good in in Chicago. Yeah, I wonder Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator for the Lions, is probably the hottest name of coordinators right now. That's a good one. Um, but man, like you said, you want a veteran, man. You know, so I, I don't know. I, I think for the Bears, they could be in a really really interesting position if they decide to move on from Ibrahimovic and Justin Fields, because that's a lot of turnover. That's a lot of change. This is Bears hire Lincoln Riley and then draft Ooh. Caleb Williams. Well, maybe, maybe that maybe, is a plan. <laughs> maybe Caleb would change his mind. He probably would if you could bring Lincoln with him because, man, the NFL's been trying to get Lincoln for, what, eight years now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, as long as he's, he was the OC at uh, Oklahoma, they've been going after him. But I will say this. If he comes to Chicago and tries to play that kind of Lincoln Riley defense, they, he won't last long there. No, he you can't You better play that. some D in the Monsters of the Midway. You can develop your quarterback all you want, but we play D here, man. Lincoln Riley is in danger, I, I want to say, of the narrative that started at Oklahoma now following him to USC and that narrative becoming the, the ultimate reputation for Lincoln Riley is that he has the best offense in college football, best quarterback developer in college football, um, best offensive mind in college football, and yet his the Shakespearean flaw to his uh, football character is that Either he doesn't care enough about the defensive side of the ball or he cannot hire adequate coaching to develop the defensive side of the ball. Either way, well, that's still you, bad. You know the big knock that is, it is developing, and this is something you would have thought Bob Stoops could have taught him. Exactly. I've heard, I've heard people I trust in this say he doesn't know how to run a practice that helps develop defense, Rod. Oh. He doesn't hit enough. He's not physical enough. Okay. They don't practice hard enough. That's like an air raid thing. Then. Yes. Yeah. They don't practice physically enough, uh, which, you know, you give Steve Sarkeesian credit, right? Steve, Steve's an offensive guy. He's a quarterback, but they, they, go, they go mano a mano in Texas. They hit hard. Um, gosh, I don't think it's to the level of, uh, of Kirby Smart at Georgia, yeah. who reports out of Georgia. They're going one-on-one on one, yeah. Tuesday, one Wednesday. On one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Getting hard, Good pat, on, yeah. pad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lincoln Riley, I think it's been proven is the opposite, mm. that they just don't work on it. They don't practice it enough. It's, it, they don't hit enough. It's a light practice, and... You know, Alex Grinch can do all he wants scheme wise, but if you're, how do you how do you get better at something, Rod? You rep it. You rep it, man. And if you don't rep it, and that's that's becoming the knock on Lincoln that he doesn't practice hard enough. That they practice the finesse side of it, the uh, execution side of it, which looks great. But when it's time to get in the trenches and smash somebody, not there. No, they get. And I say it makes sense because the real the worst part of the USC defense so far has been tackling. Yes. While he's been there, it's like, well, why Rod is so bad at tackling? Well, that would make sense. They don't tackle a lot. They don't, they don't, <laughs> they don't tackle, tackle a lot enough. in practice, so that makes sense. Yeah. All right. That's good stuff. We'll come back. NFL week is here. We know that the uh, we told you to start the uh, the conversation in the six o'clock hour. Bears Commanders, two you know one star game, and also the uh, Monday night game next week is a one star game. You know, for some Packers Raiders. I mean, Packer fans will invade Las Vegas. You have to imagine for that game, but. 
don't know how compelling that game is, but obviously the primetime game Sunday night is the most compelling game of the week, one of the most compelling games of the year. Cowboys and 49ers will be talking about it all week long and into kickoff on Sunday at 7.20 on Sunday Night Football. We come back, though. We're going behind the burnt orange curtain. Also get some what's popping before the end of the hour. It's the fabulous fifth hour here on Hook 'Em Up with Ian Rod B. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Austin, Texas Sports, the Horn. Sounds like this was Rod's theme music in Consolving Dormitory back in college. <laughs> I had good times, man. Good times in Consolving. Love that spot. Kicking it. Mm-hmm. I feel like yep. we're getting hot and heavy last segment, so I figured why not come back with it. Thank you, Cole. Yeah, 10 o'clock hour, the fifth hour. You know, it happens that way. It's not our fault. We, I think we're just tired most of the time. We've been here a while. <laughs> no, we're good. We're ready to go with the uh, behind the burnt orange curtain. Uh, also, as we mentioned, today is, uh, I think I think the numbers are right. Today's 4th of October. It was on this day in 2004, the last time the Minnesota Twins actually won a playoff game. That's pretty remarkable. That's they a long won time one ago. Western, yeah, eight, and that, that, that's like... And they've been in the playoffs. They're like 18 games in a row they lost. Ooh. In the postseason, yeah. Oh, man. So like, that fan like, base was like, No, Rod, like not even like dejected. a series. Not, not even like a series. Like a game. That's like crazy. A game. I can't believe that. <laughs> yeah. And remember back when they had Kirby Puckett and Paul Molitor? I mean, they were a good team. They were winning World Series and whatnot. Yeah, they went on a long stretch. The Yankees beat them way back uh, in 2004. That's wild. And they hadn't won a playoff game until yesterday. Not a game. You should have seen those fans in the ninth inning when they were trying to get that third out. It was like, oh, my God. I bet that was some partying going on in that gonna, city. How are we going to blow this one? So, oh, so Minnesota's going to be uh, pretty hype this, this week then, huh? Yeah, they get the Blue Jays again tonight. I mean, they, whatever the schedule was yesterday is the same today. Like, uh, all the games are at the same time. Rangers at 2.08. Well, cause they, and they may get Taylor Swift coming to town this weekend. We don't know. Is she traveling with the Chiefs? Minnesota, yeah. She, well, is she going? If, well, if Minnesota wins two out of three, they're going to Baltimore to face. Actually, they'll go to Houston. Twins will go to Houston if they win. I believe, mm-hmm. and the uh, the Rangers would go to Baltimore if they could win one more. Hey, man, Minnesota might be popping if Taylor Swift is riding with the team. Yeah, because the Vikings are playing the Chiefs this mm-hmm. weekend, and, and you got to feel like she's going to ride that wave. I, why wouldn't she two ride the up. wave? 2-0, two two and, oh, and she's been she's been traveling with the team each of the last two weeks. And if it is indeed a conspiracy theory that this is all some big marketing ploy by the NFL and Taylor Swift, then she's definitely traveling with the team again. <laughs> They're trying to milk it for all they, all it's worth. That's right. If it's not, she'll probably take a break. Hey, can I ask you a question about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? Yeah. A dating question? Since uh, they're dating sure. now? They or are, they are they allegedly are dating. I think they're dating. Hanging out. Yeah, I think they're actually dating too. Um, who's is does Travis Kelsey pay for everything? Concerning mm-hmm. how much she's worth? 
I no, would no. think Travis Kelsey is a uh, upstanding Midwestern guy. He is out of Northeast so Ohio. So he's, he's he, a gentleman paying for everything? Yeah, he goes. He Even for the, it. when you shut down the restaurant, you got to pay for the restaurant to be shut down. The private planes were taken. Because we're taking private planes. She ain't, drive, she ain't riding gin pop. So private planes, by the way, they cost a lot of money. A lot. Just to, Now, if you own one, you own one, still costs a lot of money. But if you want to take a private jet, it's going to cost you 50 Gs just to take the private yeah, jet. I, I don't think he's paying for that. That's what I'm saying. Like, so it, when, when does he pay? When does he say, babe, I got this? Like, when does he do it? Because she's, she's shutting down restaurants. You shut down a restaurant, you got to pay about $30,000 to shut down a restaurant for a certain amount of hours so you can eat there. That's got to be a, you know uh, what I mean? so, an agreement. Yeah, right? There's got to be an agreement on that. <laughs> we got to discuss this beforehand, We're baby flying girl. the, uh, you know, the, the, Lear, the Lear jets. We're going Dutch? Let everybody pay for yourself? What's happening? Uh, I, that's a good question. That's a good question. I think we're not far enough down the road in this relationship to know that answer yet. But I, it's a good one. You probably better work that out. Got to work that out, Lesson man. Lesson 101 for <laughs> relationship. Work out all that stuff ahead of time. Don't let it Don't let it simmer and then say, oh, what I meant to ask you about it was. I just want to uh, know who's paying. He's got a lot of money, too. Like he's got, he's on a $50 million Now, he doesn't deal. have her money, though. He ain't got her money. She's worth, like, quite close to a billion. It was like Tom Brady when he was dating to Giselle. Like, she had a lot more money than he did because she mm-hmm. was the world's highest paid model. Mm-hmm. And Tom Brady makes a lot more than Travis Kelsey does. Just saying, I want, I'm curious. I like Swifties. If you know, you if you're on those podcasts and stuff, and they start mentioning that, I want to know who's who's paying. Is it yourself dating a Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy now? Oh yeah, who's paying for that? Yeah. Hey, he he. Hey, you know what? His payments are due. She is. in the bedroom. She Boom. Is. Yeah, she's paying. Payments are due. She's paying. I got every you. night. I got you. <laughs> yeah, she's paying for. I that. got you if you got me. Exactly. That's she's, right. She's like, you got my back. guy. Mm-hmm. Show you some moves. But uh, <laughs> in the in the Taylor Swift situation, I got to think that that is. Uh, right? Who's paying? I'm curious now. Well, you also got to think if you're Travis Kelsey, you don't want to be the cheapskate that won't pay for it, and then she starts writing songs about you. You can't be that dude, because then we all break up. she would be like, he was so cheap. got to pay for anything. It'll be a song, title track number one, Cheapskate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm saying, like, he, as a gentleman, you know, the first few dates, she meets your representative. You're going you're gonna to try. You're paying. Okay, I'm paying for this stuff, girls. I'll treat you like my queen, that kind of thing. And I just wonder, now that you're into it a little bit, and, yeah, you're taking private planes everywhere, she wants to go to. She wants to go to dinner in Vegas for the night, shut down a restaurant, fly back the same damn night in like a four-hour period. What are you going to do? You go, okay, do I just do I pay for this? Because this is basically $160,000 date for the night. So I, Here it I, is, Taylor. Taylor, I'll pay for dinners. <laughs> right? You pay for the planes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I like that idea, though. I'll pay for the dinners. Yeah. You pay for the planes. You need an agreement. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You can go broke trying to date Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, and I'll bring the thunder. Unlike, unlike your previous little patsy boyfriends you were dating, you know what I'm saying? Boom! Um, <laughs> For real, I will bring the thunder. Thunder from down under. That's how we feel out in Vegas. Don't they have that still? That yeah. All right, let's. That's a good question, by the way. We'll take your thoughts. Can we go into uh, the burn orange curtain? We need some Texas football talk. It's uh, uh, 10:35, Rod Baber. And OU still sucks. And they were all asking themselves the same question: What is behind? <laughs> That is a funny text that we will not read because it's, it's a little graphic. But good funny text. Very <laughs> funny. The, the take take that to the comedy club. Yeah, exactly. The Giselle text, funny text texter, but I feel she like... She is from Brazil, remember. That is true. That is true. Oh, CB wanted us to know about our street conversation. I remember having, having the, the conversation about how long how your your streaks of intimacy days gone. in a row. Days how many in a row. days in a row you've gotten lucky? All right. Um, well, he wants us to remind us that Larsa Pippen once claimed that her and Scottie Pippen would have sex as a married couple four times a night. Whoa! For twenty 
23 years. What? Four times a night, 23 years. We, be, hey, bullish or BS? <laughs> he's bullish a, or BS? That's true. He's a bull. <laughs> he's a bull. Strong like bull. Yeah. He's strong like bull. Scotty Pippen. Like, hold on. I'm doing like Wilt Chamberlain stuff here. How is Michael Jordan's son going to keep up with that? Dude, she's, she's used to. He's younger. I, dude, even in my prime, four times a night. I think I'd be like, I, after the second or third, I'm like, I'm, I think we're all right. But, I mean, she ain't that fine. Four, she's not fine. She's not four times a night fine. You know, there are some women that are four times a night fine. Lawson Pippen is not four times a night fine. Scarlett Johansson might be four times a night fine. Right, Beyonce is right, four times a Taylor night Swift fine. Taylor Swift isn't four times a night fine. Who's four times a night fine? No, Taylor Swift's not. She's not. I agree. She is not. No, I, agree. I love Taylor Swift, but I'm not. She's Hold not on. four times a night fine. So by that math, Wilt Chamberlain, that, that's 33,580 <laughs> times. Scotty, no, no tipping, pippin. Man, look at you, man. God, that thing, it's like an old ball glove. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of control. I'm just saying. You're like, out of like control. You, like you, I, I have. I have you, what are you, you trying know, to say? Like throwing a hot dog down a hallway? Well, <laughs> Like if you're like me and you grew up playing baseball, you got this old catcher's mitt that you've had your whole life, and the thing has been worn and worn and worn again. Is that a you good catcher's catch mitt? You played catcher that thing so many. Well, it was a good catcher's mitt. <laughs> it was a good catcher's mitt. It was a great catcher's mitt. You got to oil it up, man. You got to lube it oh, up. Oh yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, some yeah, that's, good that's leather. A, that's how you uh, take care of good leather. <laughs> so oh. I don't know. That's all I thought. I don't know why with that story I thought catcher's mitt. <laughs> My, wow. old, my old catcher's mitt. Because oh, you can man. go get them restrung. <laughs> you can't actually do that. That's <laughs> yeah, rejuvenation them, surgery. Sure, you can't. Oh. Yeah. No, you can. Women do that now. You have rejuvenation surgery down there. Well, if I were Michael Jordan's son, I would demand he, that. She's probably already had it, though, honestly. She's a real housewife of Miami. Cole, you believe this show today? This is great. It's, it's better <laughs> than what I'm used to down the hall. You walked in on it. I'm sorry. I don't know why we've I'm been like this. I'm just filling in. And usually this is the fifth hour, Cole. We started in like the second hour of this show. I don't know what's going on. It's Wednesday. It was yesterday was a little out of pocket. Today is out of pocket. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yesterday was wild, too. I think Texas OU week, man. We just ready. We just got a lot of energy. Just pent up. We just... <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> uh, All right, let's go Texas OU uh, trends, that favorite Texas, real quick, before we get way off the rails here. Okay. We're off them. We're off them. So, a qu- a experienced quarterback play actually matters a lot in this game. We talk about how unique the environment is, how you can become emotionally, it's such an emotionally charged environment. You can actually get overwhelmed emotionally by it. And they always say you want to play with emotion, but not be emotional, not play emotional. Th- that actually is key in this game, Texas, in the Texas OU game. And I think it affects the quarterback position. The quarterbacks who have had experience in this matchup, I think they are cool, they're calmer and collected. Uh, they're able to handle their emotions um, uh, in this matchup a little bit better. And that's why, if you look at first-time starters in the Texas OU game versus quarterbacks who have played or started in the Texas OU game, there have only been four first-time starters who have actually won in that situation. And they're all Oklahoma QBs. Spencer Rattler, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fuente, and Sam Bradford. They're the only ones. Now, the Caleb Williams ones, we don't include that because he was a first-time starter. He was a starter, actually. He was a, just a came in the game, and he was going up against a guy who didn't have any starts in the Texas OU game, which was Casey Thompson. So that didn't really apply. But just so you know, Quinn Ewers, who has started in one of these games and played one of his best games in the Texas OU game last season, 
he does have the upper hand on Dylan Gabriel, who did not play at all. And we I just gave you the stat. Veteran quarterbacks in this game fare a whole lot better than quarterbacks who do not have experience in the Texas OU contest. Uh, rushing stats. We know the rushing battle is big in this game. My man Jeff Howe always points out it's a line of scrimmage game. As a matter of fact, I'll give Jeff Howe credit. He used to always say that this is this contest, Texas OU, reminded him most of an SEC game. He was saying it like five years ago. He was like, man, it reminds me of an SEC game because it's all about the lines of scrimmage. It's all about, you know, the big uglies up front, the big humans up front. That's what it comes down to. A lot of that is the rushing battle. Well, my man uh, Jeff Howe was uh, prognosticating. He didn't even know it uh, like Nostradamus because it is now officially an SEC matchup because Greg Sankey is going to be on that sideline. It'll be in the SEC next year. Brady Armark not even showing up, even though it's like miles from his damn office in Dallas. But I digress. If you go look at the winner of the rushing battle since 1999, the winner of the rushing battle, 20 one two and one in the Texas OU game. You get it. Yep. You, you win the line of scrimmage, you win this contest. And turnovers. Probably big in any contest, but even more magnified in the contest between Texas and Oklahoma because everything is. Winner of the turnover margin since 2000. Teams that win the turnover margin 14 and 7. And Texas has won the turnover margin in eight of the last nine meetings. I will say this though uh, Oklahoma, they actually lead the Big 12 in takeaways. And they're one of the national leaders. In interceptions, they got 10 interceptions on the season, so they're actually one of the natural, uh, national leaders in interceptions and in takeaways. So this stat, most of the other stats seem to favor Texas. I don't know if this one totally favors Texas. Texas actually does take care of the football very well. We know Quinn Ewers is not, you know, he's not careless with the football. And so I think that one may split. You know, it may may have some uh, credence to both sides, but I will I would think that Texas, uh, considering they've won the turnover margin eight of the last nine meetings, and that Texas does take care of the football relatively well, uh, that that also is a trend that favors them. So there you go. Agreed. Yeah. All right. So when uh, you win those three things, and Texas already won the quarterback one because their quarterback has started a game in the Texas OU game, and Dylan Gabriel is not, then you're, there's a ninety nine percent chance you're going to win this contest. Ninety nine. Point five, yeah, uh, and that you know, having the he who runs it in this game wins it. He who takes care of the ball in this game wins it uh, almost every time, and that's uh, <laughs> that's a rivalry game. I love this text. Thirty three thousand times he was definitely tipping his pippin. Well done, <laughs> text. Of the, maybe text of the day right there. That's pretty good. Tipping his pippin. <laughs> that that seems a little over the top, Scotty. <laughs> What? That's his wife. Wife. If your wife says she wants to do it there's, four there's, times a day, kind of no. Well, it sounds like she said, "I never got a day off." It sounds like he was the one. Oh, oh, she's complaining about it, or at least she was just opining and observing, oh. and that seems like some type of dominance situation. Yeah, right? who do you think idea that was? <laughs> you think that was Scotty's idea? Oh yeah, I wouldn't want to do it four times a day. I love my wife. <laughs> four times a night. That's a lot. You know what I mean, four times a night every night. Yeah, I'm with that's you. A, that's a lot for for our, the rest of our lives. We're we're assuming we're going to be together forever, right? Yeah. So forever. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I take that, a night off. Come <laughs> <laughs> night off. At, At least Sunday. Sunday. At least <laughs> the Lord's Day. <laughs> a night. Night. That, that takes a long time. It sounds like. I mean, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, they don't all have to be long sessions. They can be quick. I guess. Yeah, you know, a minute. But, then, you know, thirty-three minutes, five minutes. There's no way they were long. You can't do it long sessions. It can't be like an hour-long session. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. All right, we come back. We're going to do what's popping. We already did the what's game. popping. We've done popping. <laughs> we'll do popping. some other. But we also have to, we got to do the uh, Sex Panther pick of the night. Yes, dude. Uh, do or it. day, because it'll be a ball game. We'll have that coming back. What's popping? Brand new whip just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that. It's like stocking. 
Just joshing. I'ma spend this holiday locked in. My body got rid of them toxins. Sports in the top ten. I can put the ball in the end zone, put a bad in the friend zone. Sound like an intro jet song. Give me that. Says Taylor got more money than Oprah. Taylor Swift. Yeah, I think she does. Not yet. Not yet. She will. But no way she got more money than Oprah right now, right? I don't know, man. After this recent tour. Oprah was a billionaire. I think after this latest tour, she may. I don't know if she's a billionaire yet. Well, she will definitely have more money than Oprah yeah, by Oprah's, the time she's done. Oprah's but, still making money. And too, Oprah's right? already a billionaire. So I think she, 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 she's close, but she's not called Oprah yet. Because Taylor's not a billionaire yet. She will be. There's no doubt Taylor Swift. Remember we talked about this uh, a couple of days ago, that it's, it, it's amazing when you can get an artist or an athlete to become a billionaire because they got to start really early, like a Jay-Z or a Kanye or, hell, Rihanna did it, LeBron has done it, When uh, Paul McCartney's done it. When you, they, gotta, they have to diversify quickly, and they have to get started on that wealth acquisition really quickly. Otherwise, you'll never make it. And Taylor, she's definitely there. She's Her, definitely there. There's no question about that. Yeah. And uh, you know, But Oprah's been doing it for a minute. Well, and she's also been, yeah, accumulating that wealth and building that wealth. Now she's got her own network. Yeah, because your wealth makes money for Once you acquire a certain amount of wealth, then your money going to make money for you. And that's kind of what, you know, Oprah has done. Like I said, I think Taylor will be there. She's at already at like $750 million or so. She's been selling a lot of records since she's 18. Oprah's at like three, close to like three billion. Yes. They're not close, but she'll get there. Taylor will get there. She's well on her way. Yes, she will. Because Michael Jordan is now... He's at three billion now, right? He's, yeah, he might have surpassed the Forbes three billion with, yeah. his, with his sale, recent sale of the horn of the Bob, uh, the Charlotte Bobcats. He's now, he's looking, for, he's looking at three billion. Ooh, good for him, three billion. That's not that, he pays for everything. Once you reach billionaire status, Taylor, you'll pay for everything. You know, I would never break out my wallet if I dated a billionaire. I'm like, no, you're a billionaire. You can afford to pay for all of this stuff. And when you become a billionaire, you get a lot of stuff for free. But is he allowed to say that as a young? In a young relationship like that, to say Taylor, because you're right about this is when you said that I was like, well, of course he's paying for some for you know, his part, but at the same time, if she's wanting to take only private flights and rent out hotel, that's what she out, has to though. I know for I know, a lifestyle, I know. like she's got to rent the floor out. So that had to be discussed ahead of time. I would think so, um, but I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what their arrangement is, but I would like to know who's paying for what because Taylor Swift lives a really you know plush. Lifestyle, and from what I hear about Travis Kelsey, he's a real kind of uh, everyman. I mean, it's a guy. Sorry, yeah, Travis. He used to come to Austin because he wanted to be discreet. Yeah, and like party. Well, Ty said that. Ty said he saw him walking down yeah. like Sixth Street, and no, everybody left him alone. Yeah, because he wanted to. He wanted to come here and, and be discreet, and nobody to mess well, with him. You know, that's what I said when this whole thing first started being rumored. Like, like he, we, we had this debate, you and I, Rod. That remember he wanted to give the friendship bracelet to her, and I was yeah. like, I don't know if I'd even want to mess with that. That's that's a lot. And now you're asking a fair question. Like now that it's actually potentially unless it's a fake thing actually happening well then how do you how do you deal with that because that is that is a challenge if i was travis kelsey i i just put a bun in the oven and be done with it oh yep done with it man why not why not we both got money we got bread we're good hey having a kid with taylor swift i'm cool with that it might be a while yeah i'm just saying you know it's a good one. All right, what is popping is uh, baseball today. Four games coming off of yesterday. And now you I mean it, a series isn't a series until it's elimination game. And we've got elimination games already in these short series. That makes it a lot of fun today in Tampa. Also in Milwaukee where they're they're at home but down a game. Obviously, you know, m- the, uh, the Twins and Phillies would like to close out at home. Uh, like these games and uh, Texas, by the way, Rangers with a chance here. They're going to face the best pitcher for the Ranger for the Rays. This is Zach Eflin. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball. Sixteen game winner 
Uh, they've got Nathan Eovaldi, though. This should be a really good matchup. What I do expect from Tampa in this, Rod, everything that Tampa Bay is not, uh, they weren't, is, they weren't yesterday, is the way I should mm-hmm. say it. Yeah. Four airs, uh, just <clears throat> sloppy. That's not what you're used to. And Kevin Cash, their, their manager, said as much afterwards. That's not us. So I expect them to play a much cleaner game now. Will there be more than 19,000 people there today? I don't know. We'll see if they can get They're a crowd. What are they, like, giving tickets away? Or at least giving them out really cheap. Like, buy one, get one free. <laughs> Bring a friend. Get a BOGO, BOGO deal Buy one, going. get two free. Right? Yeah, I mean, you got to do something. That, that's imbe- Major League Baseball, for their own good PR, should bring in a bunch of fans in. But the problem in Tampa, as we talk about, I know it was a, t- it was a Tuesday game, you know, middle, middle of the week, day game. But, you know, their, their fan base, we knew that when Tampa started there. It's a big enough market. you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers there, but, you know, that's once a week of football. It's football country in the South like mm-hmm. that, right, in Tampa? Oh, yeah. But you know, most of the people that grew up in Florida, they're Yankees fans because the Yankees train there in Florida. So you become That's a Yankees point. fan, and the, the 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 population there is very old. Uh, it's a very old population, which is why they won. They said they went there. They're in school and working. No, these are all retired people. <laughs> they mm-hmm. go to these games in yep. St. Petersburg. They should be at that game, but we'll see. I don't. I, I don't know. I like the I like the actual Rays today. I'm going to typically pick the Rays in that game. I did have the Phillies last night, Rod. So I hit that what's hey. popping. Can you give him the uh, my bookie the, the the pick of the night? I'll give it to you. Go ahead, Rod. Go ahead. Give me give me give me the, give him the my bookie. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I like the uh, I like the Phillies tonight to close out the Marlins. I just think that's a mismatch. I think the Phillies they played in the Braves division, so you know and I know the Marlins did too. But still, the Phillies are a good team. Uh, deeper, more talented. They're at home. That crowd's crazy. Uh, I know you got to lay a little to play a little, but I'm going to take the Philadelphia Phillies tonight to uh, end the Marlins season. I like that. Uh, and they've got Aaron Nola on the mound, former LSU Tiger, who's been a big game pitcher for them. Uh, I'm going with uh, the Phils. And go Texas today. 208. You'll hear it right here on the horn. That game, well, 130 pregame I'll for all you Rangers. Rangers. I'll, I'll root for the Rangers. Got to. Yeah. And I, I love this Well, some Astros game. fans refuse to root for the Rangers because oh, they're I, rival. You know, I'm good. But I root for the state of Texas, so go I'm, Rangers. My guard came down because I, I, I grew up in Houston like you did, Rod. Mm-hmm. But you know, and of course, there was the "We Hate Dallas." Exactly crowd. the rival between the cities. But then, you know what really changed it for me was when Nolan Ryan went to the Rangers. I mean, I, I was such a Nolan Ryan fan, uh, and then Nolan. I, I mean, I was so mad at John McMullen, the Astros owner, that wanted to give Nolan a pay cut, and mm. thought he was over the hill, and you know, obviously Nolan proved to, him wrong. Went seven years with <laughs> Texas, <laughs> so I kind of had to become a Ranger fan as a kid. And That's then, fair. And that yeah, that was in high school at that time, and then. So I softened on that whole thing. And then when I got to uh, into my professional career, I got to meet Reed Ryan, of course, right? And so the, when, when, the, when the Round Rock Express were coming on, they were a Ranger affiliate. Then they became an Astros affiliate. Then they went to the Astros with Nolan. And then, so, you know, it's just, I don't know, I, I root for both. Yeah. I root for both. No, I trust me, in H-Town, the Nolan Ryan Express. I, and I know <laughs> that's kind of sacrilegious for my Astro fans, because my Astro buddies, because they hate the Rangers. Hate and they're them. in the division now. Yep. but. That's just the way I grew up, Rod. I I'm with you. I, I, actually, that makes perfect sense to me because you are a fan of the player. Yes. More so than you were of the team. And the I'm person, right? As I got yeah. to meet and know the no Ryan family, it's like, okay, yeah. I, I rooted for Dion on the Cowboys. I was a lovely blue guy, but Dion was on the Cowboys. Done. And I'm rooting for the Cowboys. I actually <laughs> had a Dion jersey up in my room. A Cowboys would be like, I thought you were a lovely blue guy. I am. But Dion Sanders is on the Cowboys. That's all I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rooting for Dion. And he's taking kicks to the house. You're damn right, playing sixes. offense. Yeah, <laughs> man, that it's amazing that this thing's come full circle with him doing what he's doing in college football. It take, is because I just I remember being in college and just watching him at St. Edwards in his Mercedes golf cart. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. He was such a scene As everywhere he went. Showman. Yes. He's a showman, man. He didn't just show up. He doesn't come quietly into a place. You Mm -mm. know what I'm saying? Nope. I agree with you. And he's the same guy. And it's always been that way. Yeah, he's the same style. Yeah. If you think this is new, then you just didn't know Dion back in the day. Yeah, you weren't paying attention. (laughs) You weren't paying attention, yeah. Cowboy fans know. He's... He's going to put on a show everywhere he goes. Well, we hope we put on a good show today. Five hours. Sorry for the yes, sir. Um, P, you know, R-rated talk if there nah, was some in there. That's all right. Catcher's mitts and <laughs> pipping poles and things of that nature, but we had fun anyhow. Hey, Rod, have a wonderful Wednesday. Tomorrow will be you one too, day brother. closer to Texas OU. Yes, sir. That'll be a Thursday edition. We'll preview the big games. Hey, by the way, we mentioned 50 straight days of football. You've got Jacksonville State and Middle Tennessee tonight and FIU and New Mexico State. So you do F-I-U. have a couple of uh, – One's on ESPNU, one's on CBS Sportsnet, so you do have college football tonight. 50 straight days starts today. Hey, thank you, Cole. Great job today, brother. Thanks, Cole. Hope Ty feels better. Every hour podcast at hornfm.com.